0: podcast i'm Lauren, and i'm michael here we go stalker series part three the final chapter wrapping this thing up are you guys excited or what
1: shit i am dude we're ending it with i loved it it seriously this first case it's it, it threw me for a loop man I'm, yeah. i was studying and i was like oh, okay i think i see what's going on here i see what's what the hell yeah,
0: yeah this is gonna be a great one it's gonna be um, a great one I'm pretty sure most of you haven't heard of it I feel like something that makes you very stalkable is the personality of the, of the guy in this first case that was stalked, is being a very easygoing person that doesn't want commitment. Like, yep. Stalkers latch onto those people. Like, I'm going to get yep. you to commit to me. Like, yep. <laughs> whether yeah. you like it's it like or not. they want you to. They want you to and they're like, more because uh, you don't want it. I'll, still, I'll keep hanging out with you, but like, I don't really want to. Like, I'll be damned. Meanwhile, <laughs> it's just like their house is burning down and things like that. It's just like, fuck. Yeah. This poor bastard. <laughs> it's too it, It's crazy. It, it really, it
1: blows me away, like how many people think or say that they're fine with this type of relationship, yeah. right? Where it's like an open relationship. And then shit starts getting a little too serious between maybe one person and it's, someone they're seeing on the side or whatever. And it's just only human nature.
0: It really is, gonna, in my Somebody's going to want to make it official at some point. Like Exactly. it takes It takes some really special people,
1: I think, to make that type of relationship work for long periods of time. Yeah. It really does. You have to have your own
0: lives going on. Mm-hmm.
1: And that wasn't the case in this one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Crazy case. And then we I have, uh, we finish it out with a TikTok stalker case, which is going to be a quick, a quick little one. But, uh, yeah, good. It's a good morning. Good, good ending and good warning. Yeah. I mean, it's, it actually is a kind of a more feel good story, I suppose.
1: Yeah. I it, guess so. But it also annoyed me. But still, it scary. also annoyed the
0: shit out of me. That's the first couple reasons. But we'll get to that TikTok case. But the, the the first case is a woman stalking a man, and it's insane. Oh. It's one of the cra- It's by far the craziest stalking case we've done in the three parts. So definitely, yeah. So let's get into it.
1: Every breath you take. Every move. I'll be watching every single day, every word you say, every game you play, every night you stay. I'll be watching.
0: Right, for our first case of this uh, two part compilation of the part three final chapter of Stalker series, we go back 10 years, oh well, shit, 11 years now to 2011. Eleven years. Yeah, to 2011, where we meet a man named Dave Krupa, who at the time was 33 years old. This is the guy we were alluding to, who's just Mr. Easygoing, wants his cake and wants to eat it too. He wants to be in a bunch of relationships with different girls just for fun after being yep. in a long, well, to be fair, he wasn't a long term relationship with a woman, had kids with her. And as we start this story, he had just broken up with his longtime girlfriend. It shows you right there that he was never married to her, just like the fact that he's just very kind of noncommittal in general. Maybe that's that's why they ended up splitting up. She probably got tired of it, too. Like, are you going to marry me or not type of thing? I don't know. I can't say for certain that's what happened. But they had been together for, I believe, 12 years, and she was the mother of of his two children. Her name was Amy Flora, and her and Dave Krupa split up in 2011. When he was 33 and around this time he moved to omaha nebraska where he would live alone in an apartment and see his kids three nights a week i believe when when he moved to omaha he moved there with his longtime girlfriend and they were trying to make it work again maybe a new change of scenery but it was clear right away that it just wasn't going to work and so he gets his own apartment and he's spending three nights a week with his kids and becomes uh the manager of an auto repair shop finds work quickly he apparently right. had, had uh, extensive knowledge in mechanics and he had no problem finding work wherever he went, but.
1: <clears throat> that makes sense. That makes sense. But he moved to this new place. He had no problem finding work, but he was still like, now he's looking to kind of be social, Yeah, right? You're kind of trying to an, find your people yeah, and he he's trying been. to start a new life too. You know, he'd just been, like you say, he'd been in that long-term relationship. Now he's trying to do something different, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he doesn't want that
0: type of commitment anymore and he's already got his children. He's happy. I think right. he had, he had decided. The vibe I got because we listened to an hour and a half. Uh, did you listen to that? There was a, a podcast. We'll shout out called Strictly Stalking, who had Dave Krupa on, and yes. told his whole story. It was like an hour and a half, and he just basically told this whole story. Um, and pretty amazing. The vibe to I hear got it straight from the mouth. No. Yeah, the vibe I got from him was that after breaking up with his longtime girlfriend and his baby mama, he just decided never again will I be in a long term relationship. I'm going to basically live my way i'll I'll, mm-hmm. connect, I'll hook up with girls if they want to hang out beyond you know just hooking up one time and we can keep hooking up or whatever as long as it doesn't get serious i'm cool with that but that's right by god is that he was never going to settle down again right um, right right um but yeah he finds employment quickly gets his own apartment in omaha but he still doesn't have any social life at this point um in 2011 and so what do you do in this day and age even within the you last, jump online. Yeah. Within the last 15 years, if you move to a new place and you're having trouble connecting with new people, you don't, yep. you don't go to the to the mall and start following around women. You, you jump on uh, a <laughs> dating website. <No. laughs>
1: don't do that because then you'll be on a different stalker episode <laughs> for different di- reasons.
0: You'll be on a different list. Uh, yeah. A red dot sure. on someone's computer. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So he goes to, he turns to online dating. Um, I'm not sure. He never mentioned what dating website. Doesn't really matter. I guess it's relevant. And they're all kind of similar, even though yeah. they, they would beg to differ. They would say that we're ours is special and different, but they're all kind of the same concept, right?
1: Yeah, eHarmony seems like they, they're a little bit entitled when it comes to dating apps, whereas like Tinder is like, yeah, we'll take anybody.
0: Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> i i can't say I that i have any experience in any just, of these i've been in a serious either. relationship and so have you but i've when did you yeah. when did you and Kristen get what year was it you guys got together probably before me and my wife right 2006 that's the same year my together. wife and i got together that's crazy yeah yeah so i mean that was kind of pre was there any dating websites back then i mean it certainly wasn't on your phone but like maybe maybe like uh, a desktop something i don't know no, I, none that I was going to be on at 16 years old, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so it's safe to say we have zero experience with this stuff. Yeah, yeah, zero. Yeah, no I've doubt. never even downloaded any of these apps just to like experiment and see what it's like because that that could just get you into trouble. You know, your wife sees Absolutely. you on Tinder on your phone. I was just seeing what it's like, babe, I swear. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, she's sure. going to believe that. <laughs> oh, you have all these
0: potential matches. What the fuck <laughs> yeah. is this? Yeah. yeah, I was swiping just for fun. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. So little did Dave know when he first signed up to uh, this dating website that it would be it would put him straight into the path of a duplicitous, cold blooded killer, um, mm. and that's that's exactly what happened. Um, but first, he would meet a woman named Shannon or Shanna Elizabeth Goyer, who went by Liz. Um, Liz okay. was Liz was like him, also a single parent, and they hit it off immediately. And by the fourth date, they were sleeping together. So they they dated a few times. They went out, and he was just right. kind of having having a good time, just getting out on the town. And, and like, he didn't make any moves on Liz. And by the fourth date, she was like, are we going to do anything or not physically? And she was kind of became (laughs) forward and, and he was like, Oh, okay. I didn't realize like you're that, you know, into this or whatever. So they, they start hooking up and they're having a good time there for, you know, for six months before Dave meets another woman. Um, They're just Mm -hmm. hanging out almost nightly and, and she's taking him out on the town. He's very, the way he described it was he was very, uh, he's like introverted and when he, he doesn't really go out if it weren't for someone else kind of pushing him to go out. And right, that was right. Liz. Liz was there to, you know, say, hey, we're going out tonight. And he's like, oh, all right. I didn't really want to, but okay, let's go out. And then he would have a good time. and Right. So he was having fun with that. Now, when he met this new girl, he wasn't like cutting it off with Liz. He just kind
1: of, you know, didn't want to date anyone exclusively. Right. Mm -hmm. So he hadn't canceled it with Liz. He, but he thought he had made it clear that things weren't going to get serious. And I'm sure he had the same approach with this new girl that he just met.
0: Yeah. And when he met Liz, Liz said she was fine with that, that, you know, she didn't want anything serious too. And it sounds like he was from the time he started dating Liz, that he was still actively on these dating websites and, and, you know, even going out with other women, um, right. From the time he met Liz and, about six months in uh, to him and Liz hanging out and hooking up together, he met another woman named Carrie Farver, who was also a single parent. Um, he met her not through the dating website, but she brought her car into Dave's work for maintenance, and mm-hmm. they kind of had this connection right away. You know, they just they had a sexual attraction to each other. Nothing right. happened when she first came into the shop other than they were kind of flirty a little bit, Um he says about this, about this meeting quote, I don't want it to sound like one of them goofy movies or whatnot, but when she wandered in and I saw her, I was like, Hey, this is a good looking woman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not like from a movie, like from a movie would be like, Hey, I'm going to marry this woman. Right. Like Uh, that's, that's like from a goofy movie, but like, Hey, that's a good looking woman. I feel like most people (laughs) that see a good looking woman think that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, of course.
0: (laughs) And it doesn't necessarily lead to anything. I think that all the time when I'm walking around knowing that nothing's going to happen. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so they, she comes into the shop, they they, they kind of like flirt a little bit, but nothing happens. And then he ends up seeing her on the da- same dating website that he's on. So he realizes that she's single. They talk a little bit on there, nothing still happens. And then a few weeks later, she comes back into his shop and they have a moment at her car where she like walks him out to her car to show him something, but they're like in the doorframe together. They share this moment uh. and, then, and then they basically decide, hey, you know, we're clearly attracted to each other. We should go out on a date type of thing. Right. Right which they began to do. Seems uh, the first right. the first date was Seems interesting. Innocent. Yeah. It seemed innocent enough. The first date was, was interesting. Um, they, they went out on a date. They were having a good time. And afterwards they decided to go back to Dave's apartment. But while they're out on this date, Dave's phone is blowing up. Um, Liz has been texting and calling him. And to the point where during, during their, uh, their meal, he had to step out and call her and be like, is everything okay? What's going on? And she's like, what are you doing? Right. And he's basically saying like, I'm out on a date. Like we told, I told you that this was what it was that we weren't in a serious yeah. relationship and this and that. Um, he goes back to hanging out with Carrie and they go back to his apartment at which point Liz shows up to his apartment, starts buzzing the, the door to uh, bu- the, you know, this, I think of always yeah. think of Seinfeld because I've never lived in this situation where you have yeah. like a door buzzer. I think
1: that's so cool where it was like, yeah. yeah,
0: who is it? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I've never, never had that luxury. People just show up at my door and then I have to answer it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Liz shows up supposedly to get some things uh, from Dave's apartment. Um, And so at that point, Dave's like, I'm sorry to Carrie. And like, you know, maybe you should just go and maybe uh, later tonight, if you want, we can get back together or whatever. But Liz, Liz and Carrie show share this moment in the hallway and pass each other. And, Knowing what goes on to occur over the course of the next four years, it it's just like an interesting I'd, I wish I could have like seen been a fly on the wall to see like the looks they gave each other, you know. It's like a slow motion pass. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's some <laughs> Where are you coming from, bitch? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And then there's Dave, just easy going Dave, you know, I just, just easy going like, Dave, <laughs> whatever.
1: See, I think Liz was cool with like not moving forward not um getting married right not yeah, having yeah. kids not making this a big thing but she wasn't too cool with like seeing a bunch of other people in the meantime i think her definition of not serious was different than uh different than dave
0: i think she liked the way that she had it with dave for the first 6 months of their relationship where they hung out all the time and she called the shots she said where they were going what they were doing and dave right. dave was perfect for her that she lived seemed like a very um Controlling type of she wanted things her way, Liz Liz's yeah. way or the highway, and he was fine with that. But yeah, but oh well,
1: I mean he's new in town too.
0: You gotta remember that. So yeah. he's but it like, also oh, just seemed I like his personality it. where he's just like, Yeah, I want to have fun. So, like, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to like set things up. So Liz did it for me, and that was easy.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah, so they they had this 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 weird encounter uh where they passed each other. Uh, but this this encounter would change the lives of these three people forever. Um, on November thirteenth, twenty twelve, after Dave um, had been hanging out with Carrie for about two weeks, and this Carrie had been actually it had gotten more serious because she was ended up staying at Dave's house all the time just because of the mm-hmm. situation where she lived an hour away from uh, from Omaha um, in a right. in a small town in Iowa, and her work happened to be right around the corner from Dave's apartment, so. Rather than oh. when she went to work, rather than her drive an hour home at the end of the day, she could just stay at Dave's apartment around the corner from her work and then Perfect. you know, get ready at his apartment and go to work the next day during the week. And then, yeah, I imagine she was at her house on the weekends more often, you know,
1: but that's so, probably what she liked most about Dave. <laughs>
0: She's like, saving a she lot live? of money on gas. Oh, swipe right. Yeah. She's she saving a lot <laughs> yeah. of money on gas. Yeah. She probably pinpointed her <laughs> shit to the like, Omaha area. <laughs> I need somebody that lives within this city block please. Mm -hmm. And and isn't terrible looking.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Dave, you fit the bill, pal.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So so Carrie at this time was already staying over at Dave's apartment several nights a week, having, you know, just being convenient for her. She was in web development for work. Um, Oh, okay. Nice. But about two weeks into their, you know, meeting each other and her beginning to stay at his apartment and stuff on November 13th, 2012, um, Dave receives a text from Carrie while he's at work. And this is a super busy day at work. It's like a Saturday and and at the shop, it's just overloading. He has no time for anything, but he gets this text from Carrie. That's unexpected saying, I think we should move in together. And he had made it clear to her, just like he'd made it clear to Liz that he didn't want a serious relationship. Yeah. And so this was out of the blue for him. He's like, what the hell? Like, I thought we'd already square this away. So he didn't have time for it. He just responded like, no, I thought we made this clear. This wasn't, it's too soon. And I'm not interested in that. Uh, At which point, Carrie became immediately aggressive. Fine. I hate you. I'm dating someone else. I don't want to see you anymore. Go away. Her text read. Damn. All right, Carrie. <laughs> I like the go away part. Like, uh, uh go you're away. in my apartment. Uh, you're texting me. What uh, do you mean? Go away. You go away. I'm at work. Yeah. You're in my apartment. <laughs> you go away. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention we're, we're not even near each other right now. Right. Exactly. It's like, it's just a weird, so just childish, a weird phrase right? to use. Go in text. away. <laughs> go away. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of silly at this point, but it gets very it, it serious really is later on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to mention that Carrie had struggled with um, some issues in the past. Uh, in her 20s, yeah. she had uh, been diagnosed with depression and bipolar disorder. and um, at, she's not only at this point texting Dave incessantly. Uh, this this begins a chain of just everyday nonstop, just a bombardment of texts to Dave. Yeah, and the stalking begins, I guess you could say. But she also Mm -hmm. began sending strange tech messages to her family and friends. Um, She told her mother that she had moved to Kansas for a new job and wouldn't answer phone calls. And she kind of goes off the map. No one's seeing her, but she's sending nonstop texts and making phone calls to Dave and other people. Um, And as as the weeks and months went on, Carrie missed several important family uh, events, including her own son's birthday as well. So she seemingly seemingly goes off the reservation. She just goes insane.
1: Well, she seems like she's just obsessed and hyper-focused on Dave right now. Like, apparently, this relationship meant a lot more to her than what Dave thought. Yeah. Right? I mean, if she's willing to deny her family, her son's birthday, and she's just so focused on getting back at Dave. Or it's, was she? It's kind of crazy. Mm. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah,
0: there's a third party here.
1: There's also always a third party, isn't yeah. there?
0: Yeah. So... Meanwhile, Dave continued to receive threatening and abusive messages from Carrie. And the main focus of the messages were Liz, um, with whom she Mm -hmm. had met that very brief moment passing her in the hallway. Um, Liz uh, was contacting Dave and told him that she was receiving all these messages and that someone had gone as far as to spray paint on her garage at her home, whore from Dave. So now it's getting, it's going beyond just like cyber bullying and text messages and things like that. There's literally physical damage now done to someone's property right and this began to just escalate further the harassment of dave escalated to the point where he was sure someone was watching him quote on one specific occasion i was sitting on my lazy boy with my feet up watching tv trying to relax and it's nighttime and i get a text saying i see you you're sitting in your chair with your feet propped up wearing a blue shirt oh shit and he said all of these things were true shut your damn blinds, bro (laughs) seriously (laughs) Like
1: I don't understand this shit like when the sun goes down so do Dude, my blinds the second
0: curtains. the second that like that, yeah the sun is like sunset it's going down yeah I hate that it's bro I don't want anybody being able to see in my windows when I can't see out of I them. don't want to be someone nah. else's favorite sitcom you know Exactly They're just watching exactly. me with my life I, I already get that feeling
1: enough I don't want it to actually be happening <laughs> right
0: Yeah we're being watched on our own accord enough we don't need the the rest of our lives being no, watched No doubt um And then he got another message saying, my favorite thing is to stand outside and stare at you. Oh, that's not creepy enough. (laughs) Creepy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You (laughs) pull out (laughs) the bill, Burr. Yikes. Meanwhile, Dave and Liz were still seeing each other casually and would often both receive harassing messages while they were sitting beside each other on the couch. Um, And Mm. to this day, Dave still has countless unopened emails from Carrie, most of which are calling Liz a whore. He has so many that like he was talking he about got Tired this, of opening. Yeah. He was talking about that in this podcast, like uh, d- during that strictly stalking podcast, he was literally open. He's like, I'll open one right now and see what it says. Oh yeah. It says Liz is a Oregon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh, yep. Liz, you whore. Yep. yep. Here we go. It's like, it's a little bit redundant. I think that's why he hasn't opened all. He's like, I pretty much all say the same shit.
1: <laughs> I like
0: how he's like, let me open one right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he literally did that. That's brilliant. Um, so in January of 2013, Dave noticed Carrie's car in a parking lot. So as we mentioned, she hasn't been seen, but she's still sending countless messages per day, like hundreds, if not thousands of message a week, um, to Dave, to Liz, to, and it even gets to the point where Dave's people that he doesn't even talk to anymore that like are casual friends on Facebook, like people he went to high school with that he's not even close with. Uh, yeah, she was, Carrie was also messaging them on Facebook, like, stay away from my man and shit. And they're like. Wait, who is this again? I haven't talked to that dude in 20 years. Like, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, wow. Yeah, like that's, that's how it's going. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Wait. she's doing some deep digs, man. Yeah. That's scary.
0: Yeah. So, but in January of 2013, Dave notices Carrie's car in a parking lot. It's been caked with snow, like it's just been left in this lot for who knows how long. Mm. Um, so he he kind of like scrapes the snow off the uh, license plate and takes a photo, at, you know, confirming that it is in fact Carrie's car and sends it to the police. They would search the car and weren't able unable to find uh, a single fingerprint, um, which uh, they were able to find one fingerprint. My uh, my bad, and it didn't match Carrie or anyone in the FBI's database. Uh, meanwhile, what? Kerry, yeah, yeah. So maybe seemingly wiped clean, um, uh-huh. uh huh, for intentional. Purpose. I guess. Meanwhile, Carrie's mother was desperately searching for her daughter with little help from the authorities, who believe she had just left on her own free will. We've heard that before.
1: Yeah. Right. No, I
0: mean, well, that happens a lot. I mean, these women are in their 30s that we're talking about here.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's tough. It's it's tough. It They're is. allowed to disappear. The car, I
0: feel like the car being found abandoned like that would have set off alarms for police, though. You know, like it, she, yeah. hasn't been, she hasn't been seen for months. Right. And then all of a sudden her car like that, is found. And it seems like this car has been sitting since the time she was last seen. Pretty much. Yeah, that's hard to ignore. Yeah. It's not it's like hard. It's, to where, ignore. where is she then? If she doesn't have her car, like kind of odd. Right. Absolutely. But I mean Absolutely. the fact that as far as the police were concerned, she was still nonstop uh contacting Dave, Liz, like she's not stop yeah. blowing up their phones. So they're like, she's clearly still out there somewhere. Right. Her phone's being used. But also also, didn't she live a good distance away from there? I mean, if Dave found her car, then that yeah, means she her lived car in a, is still parked. Her home was an hour away from That's right. Yeah, because I believe her car was found nearby where obviously if Dave stumbled across it, it was in a right. parking and lot Dave near his knows. apartment. Right. And he's like, well, she hasn't been staying with me unless she's sleeping at work. Yeah. She she ain't around here. Yeah. Yeah. But her phone is still contacting Dave constantly. um, And it escalates to the point where Carrie is threatening to kill Liz and even sent Dave a photo of a woman tied up in the boot of a car. So in the trunk of a car, he, he gets this picture of a woman tied up. Uh, he immediately oh, is like a little bit alerted and, uh, contacts Liz and says, Hey, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. What's up? And he's like, okay, well then this is just some kind of apparently, uh, Carrie tied herself up and put herself in the trunk and just had someone take a picture of it or something. That's what he's thinking. Right. And, um, this is insane. But this is going on. I have to make this clear. Like this goes on for over three years. Like he's just dealing with it. <laughs> and he's how he said he, could like, barely, he said he could barely use his phone that's how how much it was being blown up it was non-stop fucking text messages three years yeah. man yeah
1: that's obsessive
0: he drove around for i believe a couple years with the the words dave loves fat whores keyed into the side of his car the passenger side of his car he just drove his car around like that for a while <laughs> god <laughs>
1: It's just, he don't even give a
0: fuck. Yeah, and he almost lost a job when the garage doors, the, you know, it's, this is a mechanic shop, when the giant garage doors were spray painted right. in huge letters, uh, something about Dave loves fat whores again. And oh my God. The only yeah, you can't his, have that at work. The only reason his job was saved is because one of his coworkers helped him clean it off and luckily it was such fresh, such, uh, fresh spray paint on the doors that they yeah. were able to wash it off before opening time at the store. Otherwise, you know, that obviously would have not been good for business. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. She almost, somebody's trying to ruin his life. Yeah. Completely. Um, He would receive tens of thousands of texts and emails over a three year period. Quote, I hate you so much that I want to drive a knife into your heart. One read, one message read another read. I will destroy your life and take your happiness. Jesus. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's not funny. scorned.
1: These scorned women,
0: man, this is intense. Yeah um holy shit then in 23rd august of 2013 liz's house burnt down is this getting insane uh escalating to the point where dave's got like if he's not concerned for his life at this point i don't know what to tell you right he's out. and work. also where the fuck is carrie right she's a freaking supervillain. a phantom How the hell stalker is she hiding? apparently <laughs> seriously so Liz, this escalates to the point where Liz's house, he gets, he gets a, a text from Liz saying my house is burning down. And he's like, oh, okay, sure. Like, what do you got? Like a little fire in your uh, stove or something. Right. And, uh, then he like, she called, he, so he calls her real quick. He runs outside while he's at work and calls her and he can hear like, uh, fire engines and like sirens and shit. He's like, oh my God, your house really is fucking burning down. Um, it not only Holy did her house burn, it, for all intents and purposes, it burned. It didn't burn to the ground, but like the entire house was blackened and it actually killed her two dogs, her cat, and her pet snake in the fire from smoke inhalation. Oh my God. She just left them in there or wasn't able to get in there in time, I guess? I, maybe she, I mean, we know what happened, but you know, maybe her story was she came home and it was already like that, or I don't Speculating know.
1: Speculating for story's sake. You know yeah,
0: I mean, I think you guys kind of get a f- gist of where this is going, right? maybe yeah well dave and liz if this doesn't give you more of a hint david liz dave and liz had just had a fight so they were still continuing through all this harassment they were receiving you know virtually and all that um yeah and physically their damage their property being damaged all the time and stuff they were still you know casually hanging out all the time but they had just had a fight prior to liz's house burning down like the week a few days prior i believe and had decided to stop mm-hmm. seeing each other then all of a sudden her house burns down with her pets inside
1: Yeah. Strange coincidence. Sounds like someone throwing a temper tantrum. Mm.
0: Yep. Throughout the three years that they've been, uh, relentlessly being harassed by Liz, uh, harassed, Liz continued seeing Dave and would keep hinting to Dave over the course of this time that she wanted to make their relationship exclusive and settle down. And I think this, all of this kind of, in her eyes was benefiting her chances at making her relationship with Dave. Like she stood by him through all of this, like she's being harassed by his ex and all this, um, and she's basically saying, like, look, I have your back through all this. Like, why won't you just be with me? And the whole time he's right. like, I don't care. You can leave if you want. Like, either this is good enough for you or it's not. And yeah, clearly. I mean, he enough. made
1: it clear. To be fair, yeah. he never let her on.
0: No, he stayed consistent.
1: Yeah. Stayed consistent. She just she just sued. she just couldn't handle it. She thought she was going to change
0: his mind, is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. By force. It's <laughs> that even mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, by force. So following the fire, Liz would move and didn't tell Dave where she was living, basically saying, like, look, I don't want you to know where I live because then she can find out where I live and continue to do this stuff to me. And he's like, that makes sense to me. Uh, But she still kept contact with him. And Dave, now realizing how serious all this was, moved as well to Council Bluffs, Iowa, and got a new job, which did not stop uh, the the harassment at all. Like somehow Carrie supposedly found out where he was living Um, he tried to, at this point, I think this is actually hilarious and it shows you something about his personality. He just like was through all this was still trying to just move on and like have fun. And like, he got back, he tried to get back on the dating sites and realized (laughs) that Carrie already had those, uh, those bases covered. She'd already like basically just ruined his name on all of them and like posted a bunch of fake profiles of him. And also like uh, created a ton of fake profiles of women that said that he was a douchebag and all this stuff. So like God, he was just getting bombarded by all different people on there. Like you fuck you scumbag you're married and with kids and all this stuff. Like, <laughs> Oh my God, that is dedication yes. to the art right there. Right. Wow. Yeah. So much, so much legwork there. <laughs> yeah. So in 2015, two and a half years since anyone had seen Carrie, um, in person, um, Detectives Ryan Avis and Jim Doty of the Pottawatomie County Sheriff's Office in Council Bluffs, Iowa, took the case, and they they started to piece things together. Like they 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 hadn't really been helping Dave for a couple of years now. You know, he'd reported this harassment that had been going on, and mm-hmm. but it, there wasn't a lot of like communication. So I think there was like a detective assigned to like Carrie's case, where it was like where is she type of thing. Like, and then there was another detective like going under the guise of like Carrie's harassing them. And yeah, they they went on separate investigations, at a certain point, they like crossed past like this something's not right here, and they started to look a little bit at Liz here, where they're like, I think Liz is the person that's perpetrating all of this. Uh oh, yeah, um, surprise! They're starting to connect the dots here. Uh, so two detectives yeah. looked through the case file and the contents of Liz's phone. Uh, which she agreed to allow the police to download during the original investigation in 2013. And on this phone, they found a photo of Carrie's car taken weeks before the police had found it and the photo of the woman tied up in the boot of the car. They also matched the fingerprint found in the car. Remember, there was that one fingerprint that didn't match Carrie and it didn't match anyone in the FBI's database. Yeah, who did it match? It matched Liz. That's not a good Ah. sign, right? She had no reason to be in Carrie's car. No reason. No reason. Nope. Or to have a picture of Carrie's car. And this this woman, this picture now is much more suspicious. It may may not have been just like some fake threat. It may have actually been Carrie tied up Mm -hmm. in the trunk of a car. So on December 4th, 2015, Liz walked into the police station to file a complaint. (laughs) This part is just so ballsy. She goes into the police station to file a complaint against Amy Flora, who is Dave's ex, the mother of his children, who she says she now believed was the one person that was behind the harassment. It wasn't Carrie after all. It's all this time. It was Amy Flora, Dave's ex. Oh, my God. All of this. You know, the woman that's raising two children. And uh, yeah, she has time to somehow send thousands of messages and go and spray paint people's garages and burn down homes and all this stuff. Yeah, I- I'm pretty sure she's she's probably
1: cool with the split up. I mean, they were together for 12 years. You yeah. don't split up like that without <laughs> some type of. You know, confirmation agreement, especially when you have children in the mix. You know what I'm saying? I think
0: this is the point where Dave started to, like, realize, oh, shit, like, Liz, this is probably Liz that's been doing this all the time. Because he he knew the character of his ex. He's like, yeah, there's reasons we split up. But at the same time, like, she's not this type of person, nor, nor could she possibly have the time to do all this.
1: Yeah, like she fucked up in blaming somebody that Dave knew too well. Yes. That's exactly right. Blaming this other girl that Dave just met, Carrie, mm-hmm. you know, she had a history of. of yeah, they'd only known each
0: other really cycle. for a couple of weeks, basically. Exactly.
1: So, like, it's easy to convince Dave, well, yeah, maybe this could happen. But when mm-hmm. you bring his ex-wife in there, who he knew for well over a decade, had yeah. kids with, like, yeah. knew intimately, That's that had to be a huge red flag for Dave.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so Liz walked into the police station and, and filed a complaint against Amy Flora, Dave's ex, and the next day, um she calls the police uh from a park where she claims she was shot. She she was shot. Um, but she claims that oh my God. this woman shot her uh, while walking alone at the park at night. That's not suspicious, right? Like and who not she, at all. Who did she claim was the shooter, do you think? Let me guess, Amy Flora? Yeah uh dave's ex yeah. amy has the time to also wow. stalk her to the point where she's like then shooting her in the leg at a park yeah in the middle of the night she, amy just pushes her kids off to the playground y'all go play mommy's yeah. got to go shoot somebody in this small town the police had to take this the shootings this this i mean set off a huge and in, immediate investigation like a woman was shot at a park this is very serious and mm-hmm. so they've they rush over to amy flora's apartment and she's she at this point now has uh a young baby with another man i believe a, a little boy that's like one year old and she's sitting there with this baby in her pajamas clearly didn't just go to a park and shoot <laughs> someone <laughs> they're like this ain't right so they're just they're, they're even more yeah. now suspicious of liz at this point um, yeah they have to be yeah so at this point the, the investigators ask again to download the contents of liz's phone they haven't downloaded her phone in a while they did it and when they first started their investigation and now on the on the phone they found evidence that Liz had set up 20 to 30 fake email addresses and was using an app to schedule messages ahead of time. So that was how how she fooled Dave early on into believing that this couldn't have been Liz. You know, any yeah. suspicion he had early on was was gone when he would be sitting on the couch with her in his apartment and she, they would both be getting messages from yeah. from uh Carrie supposedly, but that's how maniacal Liz was. She had she had set up like used applications to set scheduled text messages to go to both of them while they're together. That's do you remember, we talked about that technology not that long ago where there was that
1: app where you could text as someone else from your phone. If you had both numbers, like you think she was using that because he thought he was getting texts from Carrie. He thought he was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But she also had, she also obviously had Carrie's phone as well. She had, we now know she had killed her way, you know, not like basically not long after that, uh, that run in they had in the the hallway, mm. Liz had killed Carrie like the next day. I mean, oh shit, she killed her the next day? I, I think it was that, it was not long after they ran into each other. That okay, that so I see what you're saying. So she had Carrie's, she had phone, Carrie's phone all this time. And then she's, yeah. she's using
1: just, an app to schedule messages from Carrie's phone mm-hmm. that would then, and they then would from receive Liz's phone, she was also phone. using
0: her own phone as well to set up a bunch of, she, I think she was doing a lot of the emailing from her own phone using a bunch of fake what? setup accounts but like as far as the text messages she, she was using carrie's phone but she was doing her phone for so much shit and then she was letting the
1: detectives check it out odd right Like she let them like the balls on this lady
0: I she think, let the detectives check out her phone twice i think she thought maybe she you know had deleted it yeah you know she signed out of those fake email accounts and stuff but that so here's the thing is dave uh who was it um you
1: was, can't delete anything there, from your phone nowadays.
0: Yeah, for one, there was a a, a young like volunteer deputy or whatever who was uh, an expert in IT that basically yeah, got paid a dollar a year. Dave was talking about. Um, he got paid a dollar a year uh, to, to like volunteer for the police department and help them with like this type of stuff with technology. And he spent like thousands of hours going through Amy's or not Amy, uh, Liz, Liz's shit, and he was really good at it. And he found all this stuff that Liz probably didn't think he could find, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like when you take a picture and delete it off your phone, that shit ain't
1: gone. You can recover that. Just, I mean, a simple Google search or YouTube video show you how to recover, uh, deleted videos, emails, Mm -hmm. pictures on your phone. So I can't, I'd be blown away at probably what an actual it guy can recover from a phone.
0: And I have no doubt that uh, Liz probably early on was a lot more careful than she was three years in, you know, at a certain point she's done, she's been doing this every day for so long and gotten yeah. away with it that like, she's probably just not, as, not as careful at a certain point anymore when she's how, gotten away with the how, murder of Carrie for over three years. It's at the, at a certain point, it's like, they're never going to catch me. I can do all I want. Like, but how insecure do you have to be to keep fucking trying to badmouth
1: Carrie's name to, <laughs> right. to, to win? Like, why not Seriously. just like, if it's over, you know, Carrie's dead. It's like the fact that she just kept punishing Dave. I think kept she was trying to shit.
0: scare Dave from like trusting any other women and like going on to the dating sites anymore. Like this is the kind of people you find on there. You got lucky when you found me. I think that was kind of what she was trying to do. And like, just stay with me. Oh, like, wow. It's easier. I'm easier to deal with and we have fun and don't even try to meet other women. I think he was. she was just trying to deter him from meeting anyone else or like trying to. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed as though. Yeah. Yeah. So when they find all these fake email addresses, police come up with a plan to try and fool Liz here into incriminating herself. They told uh, Liz that they believed her story and asked her to reach out to Amy to see whether she would incriminate herself. You know, they so they went with uh, Liz's story that Amy was the one doing all this, at least for her. Yeah, you know, t- let's just say for a minute we believe you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so at this point, Liz, yeah. Liz sent Amy. You know, allegedly an email uh-huh. and immediately started forwarding emails to the detectives that were supposedly from Amy, at which point Amy supposedly confesses to shooting Liz in further emails. Amy also confesses to stabbing Carrie three to four times and stuffing her body into a uh, garbage bag. And she said that she did this, you know, supposedly, uh, car- uh, uh, Amy says she does this in the passenger seat of Carrie's car. Um, uh, huh. Now at this point, wow. Carrie's car, you know, had been, impounded and given back to Carrie's mother after Carrie hadn't been seen for however long. And Carrie's mother had since sold the car private and party to someone. And it's right. like, Oh shit. Like now we have this confession that, you know, Carrie was stabbed in the passenger seat of that car. That's now gone. But luckily they were able to get the car back. Police were able to track it down, get it back. And they actually got some material out of the passenger seat and found blood. So the story, Uh-oh. the story that, uh, Liz supposedly says that, uh, Amy had said, but it was obviously Liz. You know, this—it's right. she actually did do this. Like she basically confessed through through uh, uh, Amy's personality, supposedly. Yeah,
1: yeah. She said exactly how it was done, but she said yeah.
0: Amy did it. At a certain point, this she herself. gets becomes like Inception. I'm like, okay, the levels. There's levels here, and I'm like, through this. Right. Let's just make it right. clear: this is Liz. Everything was Liz. All right. Everything was Liz. Yeah. She's a bitch. Yeah, she's fucking insane. <laughs> so. So while while Liz was brought in for questioning, police searched her apartment and found some of Carrie's possessions, including a digital camera and camera recorder. And Mm -hmm. finally, on December 22nd, 2016, four years after Carrie vanished, Liz was arrested and charged with first degree murder, even without the body. She never gave up the body where she had dumped Carrie's body, but it's clear that she had killed her. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's when Dave realized the woman that he was still, you know, had been currently seeing. And hanging out with was actually the person who had been stalking him for over four years. Liz had burnt down her own house, killing her pets, had shot herself in the leg, and Carrie had been dead this whole time.
1: Insane. Dude, she's like a freaking Diane Downs. It's, like
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of cut from the same cloth, aren't they? Like willing to kill freak. your kids or your own pets to get the manual, yeah. I suppose.
1: And shoot yourself. Didn't Diane Downs shoot herself too in the I leg? I think she or did, yeah. In the arm. I think she did. Or in the arm. She shot herself. Yeah. She shot herself. Like, if you're willing to go to the extent to shoot yourself to frame somebody else, so yeah. you can, you need to take a step back. Yeah, take a step back. I'm willing to kill There's your, other fish kill your
0: own snake? Really?
1: <laughs> I'm not a snake fan, but I would not <laughs> want to kill my own snake, man. I mean, no, really. I don't love snakes. I'm, I'm just gonna say, I don't go kill snakes for fun either, though. Yeah. But I would, I would not. If I had a fire in my house and I had some reptile in there, even if it was out. like my kids or something, I would get that snake out, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like what's the harm in that? Because uh, she could have done that too. It's almost like she just wanted to rid herself of everything so she could be like, I have nowhere to go, Dave. I have to live. I think with that you, was part of it. And right? it was also
0: more convincing that she didn't do it if she if her, her own animals perished. It's like who would do that? Oof. You know, like that's God, if you're just doing it for the convincing factor, that yeah, just dude, makes sense. That's her even why darker. she did it, I think. Also, I think maybe they'd become a burden for her or whatever. She knew she was gonna be moving, maybe she didn't want it because here's the thing when her house when she burned her own house down, she was about to get evicted, Dave would learn. So you know, insurance claim. That's terrible. And then you know you're gonna have to make a move with a snake and the animal. Just knowing the type of person, she was. she's busy doing a lot of emailing and, and texting and stalking and spray painting things and keying things and right. Like she ain't got God, time for these busy. animals at this point. Yeah, she's very busy.
1: <laughs> Super busy.
0: Yeah. So poor did, animals starving uh, to death. About this whole thing coming to a conclusion finally, Dave would it could, couldn't believe it was actually over. Like he just became so accustomed, just this was his life. You know, just being tormented every day. That right? even after the v- guilty verdict was read, he says, I don't think it even sunk in when I heard that her pronounced guilty. It was surreal. If I read this book, I wouldn't believe it. I bet. Mr. Easy Going. It's an insane you know, story. Got taken for a ride for a while. Right. <laughs> insane. <laughs> the freaking dude, man. The, it just goes to just show, you know. Like life will get you. Like you could you could try to live this easy, like Oh, I'm just going to have fun, <laughs> date people, this and that. Like, yeah, so life has other plans sometimes. That's right. That's right. If you get mixed up in the wrong people, man, it just
1: yeah. takes it just takes it one just or takes two one. bad people. Yep. Bad apples, man. They can ruin your whole shit. Yep. Ruin everything. Yep. Gosh. Like, there's probably, like this next case, man, this TikTok star. Yep. You know this has got to be one of many, many cases. This is happening a lot. This it's is, the, it's, it's got to, just with the age of people that are typically on TikTok mm-hmm. and how quick they get a following and whatnot, like, I do feel like there needs to be more
0: sh- protecting of children on these, these fucking apps. Like, this case was do not, but do you not think that lies on the parents? I mean, you're putting
1: all, you put all the blame Ideally, on the Ideally, but not but, every
0: parent's going to protect their child like that, unfortunately. Well, I, I mean, I understand that, but. Do you think it's the app's responsibility to, I mean, how,
1: how can they protect people more on an app? You know, you control what you put out. I mean, I guess they could, they could, you know, censor your content more, but I mean, a lot of these young TikTokers, they're not putting out anything that's, that's risky or mature content or whatnot. They're just on there like dancing or lip syncing or whatever. And some, you know, 40, 50 year old creep falls in love with them and can't let them go.
0: Yeah, or, or not or even, or in I mean, this case, a 20 year old creep. Yeah. He was 18, this creep, but yeah, well, there you go. I mean, fucking eight, it, it doesn't matter how old they are.
1: It doesn't matter. It's just a combination of things. You got somebody at loan and then they reach out to you and they see how many followers you got. And then you respond to them one or two times. The next thing you know, they feel like you're friends, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's like Loki key that Rebecca, Rebecca, Schaefer, Schaefer, case.
0: Rebecca Schaefer comes yeah. to mind. 100%. Yeah. Every time yeah. that's just like, that's the old school version of what we're about to talk about.
1: Yeah pretty much. This is this is the more modern scenario. Yeah.
0: So this is a quick case that uh it, it was eye-opening and also like had a, a good ending in a way I suppose. Um, so a teenage TikTok star's family is speaking out after her father, a retired police officer, shot and killed an alleged stalker after he showed up at their Naples, Florida. I, I wouldn't I don't think we need alleged in there. He's definitely a stalker. He showed up at their fucking front door with a shotgun.
1: Definitely a stalker.
0: Uh yeah, he showed up at their their home in Naples, Florida with a with a shotgun and shot through their front door. Um, so this, this 15 year old girl, I don't, th- she we even, I don't think we should even mention her name, but th- there's one of many, you know, young girls that mm-hmm. got huge, uh, followings on these sites for doing nothing really that impressive to me. It kind of, an, it, frankly, I, I don't know if it's jealousy or what, it, it, it's just annoyed me. Here seeing, we go. It annoyed me seeing she got 1.2 million followers. And when I was like, okay, let me go <laughs> yeah. check out her TikToks and see what's up. Like, yeah, literally a bullshit dance. Like. <laughs> I'm sorry, girl, but, like, you weren't even trying. I get it. It was so, like, just, like, not impressive. And you're dancing to 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 someone else's music. Like, Michael's over here making his own music. Like, we're really going, (laughs) we're working hard here to get our, like, 10,000 fucking listeners. (laughs) This girl's got 1.2 million to dance to some fucking pop song half-assed. Because she's 14 and cute and, like, wearing kind of scantily, like, not, not, like, but, like, kind of i don't know if i, know, I was her dad i'd be like man. no you're not dancing no. <laughs> and wearing that online fuck that that's all i'm saying
1: uh, i feel you the world's not fair dude and when she started she was fair.
0: 13 when she started uh tick her TikTok in, in april 2020 she was 13 and doing these these dancing and stuff like that and getting a huge following she gained uh, i was wondering this too i was like what do you how many Like, of those 1.2 million how many do you think are yeah. watching her because they're like genuinely like her content or how many of them i was thinking 95 plus percent were like creepy dudes whether they were definitely 15 around her age which is less gross or were like 30 40 year old men watching her shit yeah most uh, likely but apparently she gained a million tiktok followers within a year and 75 percent of them were male surprise surprise <laughs> wow shocker yeah um they really love those dance moves you know yeah Uh, her parents say that one of them, Eric Rohan Johnson, who was 18, became dangerously obsessed with her. I think, you know, when you have that many, that's just statistically, a few of them are going to go further than the others and become more obsessed and not just be casual viewers. You know, I agree. And also what's, I think what a lot of people don't realize about TikTok is TikTok takes your
1: geographical location into consideration more heavily than any other platform. And there you go. That's what I mean by the
0: app protecting young people. Like that should not fucking happen. There's true. There's not be any I, I clue agree. to where you live or anything like that. And also like there should be right. some sort of age filters. Obviously people can get around that and you could lie and say that you're younger than you are. So you can see young yeah. people's content, but like there should almost be some sort of verification. <laughs> I'm tired of everyone being able to be so anonymous all the time on the internet. You know what I mean? Like, that's where a lot of bad shit comes from.
1: No, I agree. If you had to I stand agree. behind but, with your
0: identity of what you're doing and stuff like, uh, yeah, it, it's just TikTok. It, they just show you a lot of people
1: from your area. That's what I noticed because when I first downloaded TikTok. I wasn't looking for anyone. I didn't know. I I searched for my daughter's profile. She puts up like artwork and like different progress pics and shit on TikTok. Mm. And so I I got on there to follow her. Mm. And then when I did scroll or go on there, I noticed that I would say three out of five posts that I came across were all in the southeast. And and then I would say one out of every five was in North
0: Carolina. Yeah, it, well, it's been it's been exposed that that app is in, incredibly pervasive, like as far as your privacy and all that. So, like, supposedly, if you're yeah. standing next to someone who also has a TikTok account and you have your phones next to each other, it all of a sudden, like, pre- it'll, like, uh, recommend them in your friend's follower right. list or whatever, all of a sudden. That, that's Somebody probably why shit like know. that's happening. Yep. It's all just, it's all calculated to get your eyes on that app more often, however, they have to do it, you know, and they don't yep. give a shit about protecting anyone. And they know
1: things that you can relate to in the culture from your area. You're more likely to hit like. You're more likely to follow. Yeah. And that same thing could have happened uh, with this guy.
0: You're also more likely with, to get uh, fucking stalked Johnson. by a creep he, who lives near you and is able to do something about it.
1: That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Eric was probably on there scrolling and, and found, oh, she lives She lives right here and wherever. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then there you go. Yeah. And then the more you watch them, maybe she does a video on location. And then he recognizes a store or a parking lot. Yeah. Oh, you gotta be so careful with that shit. Yeah.
0: So, so careful. So Eric Johnson uh allegedly sent Ava hundreds uh so that's that's we'll just say her first name. I won't go into any further than that, but uh okay. he sent Ava hundreds of messages on social media. He even paid her classmates for information about the TikToker according to her family. So he's already going there. And then Ava's parents would allow her do- their daughter to sell uh Johnson two selfies for three hundred dollars. And that's where I'm like, the parents need to be smarter than that dude i mean because like we talked about like responding to these people like gives them a little bit more
1: uh it does um but, but then it's like kind, when you're going to the of, point
0: where you, they almost feel like they're owed something now like you've i've given you money for something I, I feel you i feel you they do
1: feel like they get more attention and then you as a creator you also feel like they deserve more attention and
0: to me it's like what the fuck do you think he's doing with selfies of this young girl like come on now what do you why would he want these selfies? like It's clearly a sexual infatuation he has with her.
1: I think that goes without saying.
0: Like that's what I'm saying. It's so obvious that why would you let it go? Any why would you let it get to that point? But
1: I um, don't know. I guess they thought it would be harmless. You know, he maybe he lives somewhere else, or as long as there's selfies and
0: there's nothing, you know, more of your her body in there. I suppose you could say. But um, to me, I'm just like, well, it's clear what he wants these for.
1: It's like, does she not have selfies on
0: her like Instagram or TikTok like that he could have yeah, just went personal on and thing. stole He wants selfies that no one else has, you know. it's He wants to own oh. her type of thing. Yeah, I so, see I mean, that. Let's just knowing how these like creeps think, fan that's shit. what I'm
1: thinking. Before long, she's going to be like spitting in a vial and selling it for like 10 grand
0: or some shit. Yeah, I hope not. But there are, there are out there people doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, no, surpri- not surprisingly, he then started asking for her for explicit photos. Quote, I had an opportunity to actually text this person and said, hey, uh, she's a minor and you ne- need not contact her anymore. And we notified the authorities, says her dad, uh, who, as we mentioned, was a former police lieutenant um, uh, from New Jersey. Right on. Um, but Johnson was not deterred. Uh, so in the summer of 2021, he arrived at their doorstep with a gun and shot through the front door. Quote, somebody had attempted to breach the door with, I presume, the shotgun, her father said. All I remember was, I heard it, I felt it in my chest, I looked up, and there was a hole in my door from the fragments. Oh, shit. Says Ava. Um, Ava's mother mother then called 911, and her father went to chase Johnson, uh, but he fell, and Johnson fled. The uh, the ex-cop said he then grabbed his gun and waited for police to arrive, but he said Johnson returned before the Mm. police got there with his shotgun and refused to drop it. At that point... um, her father says, "I took action and neutralized the threat, shooting and <laughs> Such killing." Such a cop phrase. <laughs> neutralized the threat, right? <laughs> took dark. action. I neutralized the threat. Right. I had to do what I had to do. I had to do. I had to put him down. Freaking New Jersey cop over here. Hey, I mean, best case scenario, this fucker was never going to be uh, a, a productive member of society. He was just going to—he was going to hurt somebody. Oh, some he was going to get worse. Yeah, yeah. This—he's—he's he's already doing this at eighteen. I'm, right. I'm sorry, but. This is the best the best ending possible for as far as this dude's life. And for someone who's already willing to go this far. Yeah, shooting a hole age. through this girl that he's stalking's fucking front door and then like not you only that. Killed him. The fact that he came back after the father chased him off, he came back before the police yeah. even got there like come on dude like Fuck this, dude. this guy's not going to stop. Nope. He's like a, a fucking nope. pedophile terminator. Yeah, seriously. But he got terminated. <laughs> so after the shooting authorities told local media a man had been fatally shot uh, during a home invasion they did not identify him as johnson and no arrests were made at the time quote the subject was most likely a stalker that resulted from her daughter's extent uh, extensive social media involvement the collier county uh, sheriff's office would later say in a report um, the sheriff's office sent nbc news a heavily redacted police report calling the case an ongoing investigation after the shooting, the, the family moved as they should, and Ava began mm-hmm. homeschooling. Um, and this is after she got another scary stalker situation, um, of which she actually like took to court. After the shooting, as we said, the family moved. Everything has changed. Her mother said, "More security on her end, more reviews with accounts, more checking in. Just, try, uh, mm-hmm. just trying to be normal for Ava." So she didn't she didn't remove herself from social media, obviously. Uh, Right. Despite the the terrifying ordeal, Ava is still posting on social media. Quote: It became such a part of her personality and her being that to take it away uh, would maybe cause more harm for her. Her father explained. And a year later, on March twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, so very recently, Ava testified against a second person she accused of harassing her online and stalking her. Um, Still has. She apparently still has uh, over a million. TikTok followers and she says she was terrified of the second individual she accused of stalking her who went by this uh who went to the same school as her and who frequently followed her oh. around. So this is part of why she became homeschooled, I believe. And, I was about
1: to say, I guess this was before she became homeschooled because she yeah. said
0: she Yeah.
1: is homeschooled now. So yeah, you kind of have to be mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to have a million something followers and just go to a regular old public school. Yeah. Because like I said, especially on TikTok, because imagine how everyone's phone's going to be going off at school when she's just around them. Like, oh, do you know this person? You know, like, oh, shit, that's Ava.
0: It's got to be yeah, bizarre. I know her. Be bizarre. I mean, it's it's already a, uh, weird at times. Like when we were going through school, there was like, you know, the the prom queen type or whatever that, had, that got more attention than everybody. But like, this is another level where like you're you have a million followers on social media, you know, everybody in that school is on TikTok. They're all watching her TikToks. It's like that's it's, right. That's got to be weird. It is. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I bet it is. Yeah. I bet. And she has no control over who at the school sees it and who doesn't. No. Right. No, that's another hard. Yeah, that's you, another weird aspect about it. Yeah. Like I used to make videos in high school and I would take them on a flash drive, right? And like take them to my computer teacher and then he would play them for the class. But I knew who was in the class. I knew who was going to see it. Right, I was there. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I felt more comfortable with that situation. But if just but the way things are now, I mean, if you got 1.2 million followers, obviously your profile is completely public. Um, anybody can find it, including your enemies, including your stalkers, including everyone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's a different time, man, for sure. I would hate to go back to school now. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just the way shit is. Yeah. But at least I would smell good though, because I got oh my Omegaya. Oh you know? baby. <laughs> so much better than the fucking speed stick I was putting my armpits in high school.
0: Yeah. You know what? I might have done better with the ladies had I had oh my Omegaya back in uh 0506 right year. if i had some of my egyptian musk going on bro oh, they wouldn't have been able to stay away i might have had me some stalkers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you want to be stalked put arm oh guy in your pits that's right <laughs> wendy we need we need a stalker scent we need a, wendy we need a stalker scent wendy <laughs> that's what we need it's got to it's stink so, so that they'll leave you alone <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, oh okay i was gonna I, I was going the other way i was yeah. like it's gonna be so good that you have
0: to get stalkers if i don't get all stalkers, of the, that's all of the other scents, money back. all of the other scents are already like pro stalker but then like you need that's the true. anti-stalker scent to get them off your off your trail yeah yeah you wear them around certain people that are getting a little too close yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> But if you guys don't know what Oh My Gaia is, it's an innovative, all-natural deodorant, fragrance, and beard oil company specializing in paraben and aluminum-free products. Their innovative line of deodorants inhibit the growth of odor-causing bacteria while maintaining effectiveness. And at Oh My Gaia, they use only all-natural, paraben, and aluminum-free organic ingredients. And like we alluded to, guys, there's tons of scents to choose from. That we can't guarantee won't get you a stalker because you will smell amazing. There's scents like vanilla, cherry almond, sandalwood, lavender, lemongrass, Egyptian musk. And then some newer scents that she's that uh, Wendy's added in the last few years, a sweet pea, sailor, barbershop. And, of course, we have our own scent called True Crime Pine, made just for true crime guys. If you don't know where to start, that's a great unisex scent uh, to start with right there, True Crime Pine. It's a nice, sweet, outdoorsy, natural smell. I really like it. Uh, because you guys are True Crime Guys listeners, you can use the word creeper for 15% off your order. That's C-R-E-E-P-E-R for 15% off your order at shop underscore OhMyGaia on Instagram or at oh That's OhMyGaia.com. That's dot acom
0: Yeah, baby. And we have another uh, premier sponsor for you guys that is uh, an all-natural company helping you with your health. Yes. And that is Tonic CBD. It's true. Not well, all it- CBD products are created equal from how the hemp is grown and processed to how it is formulated and delivered into your body. Every step of the process that goes into making the products affects your ultimate experience with it. That's why tonics products really stand out. Um, uh, Founder Brittany Carbone created her own original formulas using CBD, adaptogens, herbs, and superfoods back in 2017 and has been working to deliver the most effective, intentional, and sustainable products possible. Tonic cultivates their own hemp from their on their certified organic farm in upstate New York. That hemp travels only 30 minutes to their state-of-the-art manufacturing and distribution facility where it's turned into a finished product and sent to you, ensuring only the highest quality vibes at every stage of the process." Their farm-to-bottle CBD plus botanical blends, uniquely formulated to, prov- to provide targeted support where you need it most. Each and every high-quality ingredient is thoughtfully selected for its ability to support and enhance CBD. Uh, the benefits of CBD, resulting in a more effective, well-rounded, and consistent wellness solution for your mind and body. It's changed my life. I can't speak highly enough about it. And uh, If you haven't tried CBD, it, it, there's probably some things it could help you with if you're willing to give it a shot. Um, and The best you part is... Um, you can save 20% off your order using the code word creeper if you go to tonicvibes.com. So tonicvibes.com, code word creeper to save 20% off your order. Give it a shot. Support the uh, the you know, the great small companies that are also supporting us and around and around it goes.
1: Right right, right guys. And there's links to both of those amazing sponsors right below the description of this episode as always with the code words as well.
0: Absolutely. Um, let's talk about Patreon. If you can't get let's enough True Crime it. Guys, you've already gone through our feed of uh, free episodes. We have a Patreon page with hundreds of <laughs> hundreds of episodes at this point of the different yeah. shows. Uh, so that's True Crime Guys or patreon.com slash True Crime Guys. Uh, $5 a month. You can get the best tier in Patreon, man. Like there's a show every other day that we're putting out between yep. True Crime Guys uh, premium episodes uh between uh strange and unexplained the 5 minute murder show just the banter mm-hmm. on Fridays where me and Michael sit yep. down and you know if you like the banter occasionally on our show that's all that show is on Friday we just talk about <clears throat> talk about everything but true crime basically yeah, pretty much, and we also
1: take some listener questions, listener suggestions. Sometimes we have a question that we propose to listeners and patrons, and then you know you guys get to give some feedback, and we talk about it on the show, mention it, kind of give our opinions and whatnot. So it's it's a it's a cool hangout, it's a cool hangout. Everything that's every Friday, and that is also has video as well as just like this podcast. Oh yeah, so YouTube, if you're listening to us right now. Yeah, got to check out our YouTube channel, guys. There is a link to that right below the description as well. Click on the True Crime Guys link tree, click YouTube, and go go subscribe. And you can watch all of these free episodes on our YouTube channel from here on out. We already have the first two Stalker series um, available on YouTube, mm-hmm. and this episode is available as well. So that's when we started with Stalker Series 1 with our free episodes. And from here on out, they'll all be available we're, on YouTube if you like to watch the show.
0: We're new to the to the uh, video podcasting thing, so you, it's funny to see the progression um, you yeah, know, the first, like I basically, what was the first one that we did video on? Was it the stalker series part one? I think it honest. I, yes, it was stalker series okay, part so, one that we put out
1: for free. Uh, we did some JT and there's videos, been little improvements, little
0: improvements. And my yeah. set has been noticeably different, like each time. And my camera <laughs> quality is going to be much better on our next episode. I went out and yes. got an, an iPhone 11 pro just to record video. For the show, so my quality will match up with Michael's better, rather than using a webcam, which I'm using right now. But I, I just need a couple more cords to make it work. But anyways, the, just the right. story is: each time we do another video podcast, it gets a little better, and it's going to get to the point where it's like television quality um, video. And there's also, um, you know, it's it's a different experience because as we're talking about stuff, uh, Michael Michael's wife Kristen, she does a really good job with the video editing and puts photos up yeah, of does. what we're talking about, the people we're talking about, the locations we're talking about. The you know, right. like when we do our advertisements, pictures of the products we're talking about, things like that pop up. So it's a different experience. Um and I recommend Absolutely. checking out, subscribing to YouTube. Even if you still primarily listen through audio form, still subscribe to the YouTube and you know, and own when you have time, check out an episode on there and, and give us some feedback. If nothing else, it'll keep some creepy shit out of your search history,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. Because we'll pull <laughs> we had a listener say that. We're like, Thank you so much for saving saving me all these Google searches because I have to look up every killer you talk about. I'm like, yeah, we do the same thing. That's why we we wanted to implement that in the videos. Yeah, Um, but yeah. All well, right. That's pretty
0: much it. Uh, well, right. I want to give a couple shout outs to people who have taken the time to rate and review the show real quick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so in the in the past week, I want to thank Ash P uh from the US says, just found you guys. I'm from Las Vegas and now live in Jacksonville, uh Jacksonville, North Carolina. Is that that's a place? Oh, yeah, it is. Um, absolutely. Gee, so both of our necks of the woods here. Right? Are you a stalker? <laughs> uh, <right. laughs> uh, no, she says after being stationed here with the Marine Corps, you guys are hilarious, very detailed with each case. Love the music and banter. Freeloader until I'm all cut up. Love the show. Thank you, Ash P. Right on. Uh and then we got Laura Kelsey say, from the US says, love the podcast and the banter. Thumbs up, five stars. Thank you. Then we got Mog from Bulara in Australia. Love these guys. One of the best podcasts I listen to. Lots of uh, listen to. Lots will be paid up Uh creeping right now. Love this chemistry. Lovely morale boys enjoying themselves (laughs) with really well researched stories. Yeah, that sums it up. All right, perfect accent too.
1: Nice job, sir. That's (laughs) horrible. (laughs)
0: uh then we got kevlar 32 from the u.s says great research in chemistry high quality production fantastic product excellent five stars thank you very much kevlar 32 thank you kevlar and we don't usually read one stars but i thought this one was pretty ridiculous uh you actually posted on instagram Uh, i had to shout out to tilda gene leaving a one star says has went (laughs) conversating she should have gave wow bad grammar one star (laughs) fuck off (laughs) fuck off (laughs) Get out of here, you just, fucking grammar snob.
1: Yeah. And we've talked about it on the show before. We actually love bad reviews because that lets you know that your show is growing um, because yeah. that lets you know you're getting a lot of new listeners. Someone came and in, and listened for bunch. five
0: minutes, wanted to hate it, then yep. found ways to hate it, and then that is what it is exactly exactly you tune
1: in they when you, you see that when you see a review and it's like so specific to like one episode or it's a phrase that we said it's like you know we have hundreds of episodes like we yeah. said that one time and a thing and then you held our entire podcast to it not only right. that now you're telling everyone else i'm sure you've never pooped
0: our- right you've never done something right? that's not <laughs> glorious fuck off
1: <laughs> dick indeed indeed but we have fun with those one stars we have yeah. fun with those anyways all right guys all right, that
0: about does it next week uh, our patreon exclusive episode so just so you guys yep. know, we won't be putting out a freeloader episode. Um, and the stalker series is complete for now. I mean, we could always reopen for it for now, just like the other series yeah. that we've done. And there's plenty more stalker cases and there will be continue to be more with the age right. that we live in. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as this series, I hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you guys on Patreon for an exclusive episode next week. We've got some good potential cases in the bag that I got to talk to Michael about and, and narrow it down to one here. Right on. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, right. everybody. Keep creeping. Have a great week.
1: Keep creeping, guys. True Crime Guys In the desert, we like a mirage It's okay if you clicked on us Cause you thought we was True Crime Garage Now we ain't mad at you Sit down, let us talk at you I'm talking to the Creeper Army We out here making murder, get murder, get murder True Crime Guys In the desert, we like a mirage It's okay if you clicked on us Cause you thought we was True Crime Garage we ain't mad at you Sit down, let us talk at you I'm talking to the Creeper Army We out here, make it better, charming
0: You hush your mouth, boy